Hello everybody and welcome to The Real Ill Show, where we keep it real for you. So, we're back at it again, episode 2 of The Real Ill Show, going strong. Before we start off with today's conversation, I would just like to extend a huge thank you to everyone that listened, even for a minute, even for a couple of minutes. Anyone who listened to the show, that means a lot. We're still very new to the game, but we're trying to aim to provide the best content possible and get good at it. So yeah, a huge thank you to anyone that listened, anyone that shared it with their friends or Instagram, and especially to people who went out of their way to send us DMs on Instagram with some feedback. That was amazing. Uh, it was We didn't actually expect to receive. That was overwhelming amount of support for us, for our expectations. So a huge thanks to everyone who supported us and we hope we can make some more good content for you guys. Yeah, thank you guys. Um, we really didn't expect uh, this thing, or well, we did, didn't blow off, but uh, we didn't expect that much views and uh, people just uh, liking the content. And I hope it, we keep it interesting for you and uh, you keep listening. I think compared to our expectations, it blew off it blew our expectations off. Oh, definitely. I thought uh, we were going to have like seven Indian views for God knows what reason. That's what I thought. Okay. So today we actually have a topic to talk about and you came up with this topic. So I'll let you introduce it. Uh, yeah, sure did. Um, all right. Uh, so uh, recently, I think it was this year. Maybe it was, yeah, I think it was this year. In January, I realized um, I got uh, started ten years ago uh, working out as a as a hobby, I guess. And I realized uh, we have been working out for quite some time now, and we've put on some digits behind us. And I think we learned a couple of things uh, that we can share with uh, with you guys and. Um, it's strictly bro science knowledge. We're not gonna we're not gonna drop any dimes, any secrets, any anything that's even remotely scientific, and we're not gonna reference any articles and whatnot because um, we don't do sports science. We're not medical professionals or whatnot. We are just a couple of bros that have been working out for some time. And we've tried a lot of things, a lot of diets, a lot of regimes, a lot of workouts. And I, th I think we got a few things uh, to share with you guys. Yeah, that's right. So for a disclaimer, I have not been working out for 10 years. I've been working out for seven years. I'm 27 now. I started out when I was 20, I think. So I have uh, three years less of experience than you, but I still still did some shit i still learned some stuff along the way and i think i can still share some learnings but yeah as will said uh don't take this as actual science this is our experience well we compared we can compare it with our friends that work out but this is uh, not backed up by science in any form this is just stuff that we've learned along the way yeah uh, i don't think the 10 year mark says anything about uh, professionalism at all. I think uh, it's just a nice round number 
where I can just say, you know what, I think I've, I've learned a couple of things in the last 10 years. And uh, when we get to 20 years, hopefully, uh, we'll be able to say, you know what, here's what I learned 20 years in the game. And whatever. So, yeah. Okay, so who should start off? I've written some, I've learned, I've written down three key learnings for me. I see them right now in front of me. And why don't you go ahead? Because I don't have anything structured. I'm I'm just here to throw some thoughts up. Right. Okay, so I'll, I'll start off with my number one learning. I think the most important one for me is how important recovery is. Oh, yeah. So story time. When I when I started working out, I started working out because I was obese. I was a, a chunky boy, a, a thick boy, but not in the nice sense. I was pretty fat, so when I started working out, I wanted to really give it a good shot. So I'm not gonna go into detail of how my workouts looked like, but essentially it was just running a lot at the beginning, and I was doing before it became mainstream. I'm a keto hipster. I did the keto diet before it became hip mainstream. But when I started doing the diet and the runs and the workouts, or whatever, I wanted to shift my lifestyle towards fitness. So the first thing I did, I remember that very clearly. I made a completely new Instagram account, which is my current Instagram account. And the only pages that I followed were fitness related pages because I wanted to have fitness in every corner of my consuming digital media so I wanted to open up Instagram and all I could see was fitness fitness tips fitness motivation so a lot of these pages have all these motivational quotes and all these Instagram athletes and YouTube athletes and a lot of the, there is a lot of a big part of it that revolves around no days off base mode every day go hard there's no such thing as overtraining. And I really let that get into my head when I started up working out. And I would try and work out every day. I would hate missing a workout. I would I would work out in, in circumstances that wasn't really optimal for me to work out. Let's say I would have a cold or I would have an injury. I would be, maybe I didn't get enough sleep the night before, but I would still try and go push through. And yeah, this is this is a very very common thing I see in uh, beginners, especially people that haven't been active throughout their life. Um, usually, they 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 they've never worked out or they've never worked out consistently in any fashion or form or any sport, and they just throw themselves on the in the other end, right? They just throw themselves in the deep pool, and they just go. You know what? I haven't worked out my whole life, so from Monday, I'll start working out every single day for the rest of the year, right? They, 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 they're either in this opposite side of the spectrum or in this opposite side of the spectrum. Like, they don't find the middle ground, and that's your typical beginner mistake, I would say. It's a, it's a beginner mistake, and there's this whole misconceptions about, like, if you... If you do what I did, or if you're following a lot of athletes or hash, like quote, quote, quote marks, Instagram athletes or YouTube athletes or whatever, and they tell you don't take days off, 
work out every day, be small, no excuses, whatever. You start kind of feeling that you have to train every day. And you and I used to think, uh, that was my mindset. I used to think that if I feel tired or if I have, if I feel sore or if I'm injured and if I skip a workout, that means I was a pussy. So that mindset is, I think it's a dangerous one. But for me, when it really peaked, when, when I was overtraining to the very limits was I think I was 22 so keep in mind you can you can kind of get away with this training every day be small everyday shit if you're like younger in your early 20s but even then so when I was 22 uh, I was dating this girl who was into fitness a lot she's into different shit right now but that's a topic for a different episode <laughs> um, but yeah so she was really into fitness and she was really fit she was like really shredded so I convinced myself that I have to match her level of intensity. So I was working out s- more than 10 times a week. I would, and I was working out, I was doing these crazy workouts, this like really high intensity training, like try to do, I don't know, 50 deadlifts with, in like one minute or, you know, 50 pull-ups in one minute, nonstop, nonstop every day. I used to go to Muay Thai, I used to go to MMA and I used to eat very little because I was convinced that I have to eat very little so I can get shredded. So the result of that, as you can probably guess, was I kept getting injured all the time. My sleep got affected. My mood got affected. Even my sex drive got offended, uh, offended, <laughs> affected. I didn't have the will to do anything because I was constantly tired. I was constantly sleep deprived. I was never fully recovered. So that was like the time when it really hit me that I have to turn that shit down a little bit. And one thing that one saying about recovery that I really liked was actually something that I heard recently from Dorian Yates. If you don't know who Dorian Yates is, he's a champion bodybuilder, multiple Mr. Olympia, like really intense guy in terms of bodybuilding. He's the shit. He's the shit. So he was talking to Joe Rogan and he told him that the amount of intensity and effort you put in the gym when you're working out you have to match the same amount of intensity and you have to be adjusting your uh, have to be matching the same amount of seriousness towards your recovery so if you go to the gym and you really give it oh then you have to treat your recovery with the same amount of intensity. You have to really make sure you're recovering well, you're eating well, you're sleeping well, you're drinking enough water. So when I started getting out of that mindset of training every day, so another thing, keep in mind that all these athletes and all these famous fitness people that that bring this shit up, none of them train every day. None of them go hard every day. It's their brand. They, they, They say that stuff, Literally because that's that's their brand. They want, their brand is to be this hardcore fitness guy that works out every day, that's hardcore every day. But in reality, it's not humanly possible to go all out every single day and not get injured or remain effective. So it, especially, especially without taking any uh, specific supplements. Yeah, injecting steroids in your ass. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's another misconception that keep in mind that all these guys their recovery is enhanced. And even if it's enhanced, I don't I still guarantee you that they don't go all out every single day. 
it's not it's not humanly possible. That's not how the body, the human body works. So when I shifted out of this mindset, I don't work out for more than two days in a row. I do two days on, one day off. And if I wake up in the morning and I haven't gotten enough sleep and I feel really tired because I work out in the mornings, I just don't go to the gym because I know that I'm, if I go to the gym and I'm running on four hours of sleep, I'm just going to fuck around. I'm not going to get a good workout. I'm, I'm just going to fuck around. I'm not going to feel recovered. I'm going to be tired. My strength is going to be off. My stamina is going to be off. So it's I just learned one of my biggest learnings in my seven-ish years of working out is that recovery is so goddamn important. And if you're feeling tired or if you're injured, if you go to cold or whatever just give your body some time to rest take it easy because that will benefit you much more than going heads in and being like yeah bro fuck this shit be small every day let's go so yeah that's that's my that's my number one learning yeah i I totally i totally resonate with that um i don't think uh i mean listen uh the the truth is i think these guys that you see on Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, as you said, promoting their brand um, by saying stuff like beast mode and go hard and whatnot. I think um, part of it is because, as you said, they want to support the brand. This is the brand. I'm a beast. I am superhuman. I am whatnot. And uh, you are not. So you got to go superhuman, right? So, first of all, you don't have that. You don't have the same genetics. You don't have the same body. You don't know what they're taking. Even they they might look natural, but they might not be. Um, Their whole brand is just to to make you feel like you need to push more. But the reality is that you need to listen to yourself and only yourself if you want to push more. But there's a kicker to it. So, in my experience, over the years, what I see is people either don't push themselves as hard as they they have to push themselves in order to progress, or they don't push themselves nearly enough even to maintain their current strength levels. So, I'll give you an, uh, an example. Usually, when I teach is a strong word, but let's say I'm showing in the in the park uh, to a young guy how to do pull-ups. He can, he can do, say, two pull-ups. And I'm showing him how to reach five pull-ups. And as soon as the guy reaches five pull-ups, I see him for the next 30 days doing five sets of five pull-ups, packing his bag, and then go home. And that's wrong. Now, you don't want to overtrain but at the same time, you don't want to undertrain. Now, I'm just saying that in my experience, a lot more people are undertraining than they are overtraining. And I know you guys are not those people. You guys, you always go hard, you always push to the max, and you're a beast, and you always sorry about that, and you're always in your in your zone and you're giving yourselves the maximum but the truth is you're not and you shouldn't be it's not a ladder that you are make 
you, you go to the next step every time and you're always pushing the boundary of your strength and you're always doing more. It's more like um, a curve that you're slowly progressing in your strength levels. And recovery is one of the most important components of that. Um, you need good sleep, good diet, and uh, some time off from time to time from working out, especially if you're training hard. I'm not going to touch on supplements when it comes to recovery. I'm just going to say that for me, for all those years, proper diet, proper sleep, that that's all. And water intake. And, and water intake, yes. Sorry, I forgot that. Water intake, proper diet, proper sleep, and time off. All right? By saying time off, I mean, let's say you, you work out, let's say Monday, you do back training. And then Tuesday, you do, um, let's say, chest, right? You, you might be able to get a good workout for your back on Wednesday. But I guarantee you it's not going to be 100% if you've given 100% on Monday. It's just not going to happen. So take some time off, and then as soon as you feel you, that you're ready, hit it again hard. But um, for the most part, I think people are more under-training than they are over-training. Yeah, that, that, that's really my take on it. Yeah, I think I agree. I've, I've, seen, I've, I've seen people train. I've seen people... I can always see when someone has a couple more reps in... Or if they back out too early, so yeah, it's it's a it's a difficult it's a weird balance to strike uh, between undertraining and overtraining. But I think you should just listen to your listen to your body, and if you feel like you can do more, do more. If you feel like you're tired, like if you're truly feeling like you're tired, if you're truly depleted, and you give it a shot and it doesn't work out, then just go home, go home, rest up, eat some good food, get some sleep, get some rest, go back at it again. Yeah, I uh, um uh sorry to interrupt you. Em. Uh I just realized um when it comes to like when you say to somebody when you feel ready, that that's a bit I I don't know like it's very individual, right? For example, I have a very simple test to to check my strength for the day. So, people there's different days. Some days you could explode. Seriously, you have so much strength, so much energy. That's it. Other days, not really. Like today, I worked out. I didn't have that much strength. Um, so I have a simple test. Say I'm going to do pull-ups today. I grab the bar and I do five pull-ups, for example. Just just very short amount of pull-ups. Five pull-ups. And that's it. And I can tell from experience, right? Just from knowing my own body, from listening to it, I can tell just by grabbing that bar and the first five reps, I can tell how the workout's gonna go. That comes with time, that comes with attuning to your body and listening to your body. But really, it's a, everybody can make a simple test like that. I mean, you could go under the bar and do a, do a bench press with just a couple of pounds and see how you feel today, right? Do some small checks just to check your strength for the day. 
and then go at it. Yeah, I think that's a nice approach. That's a nice, nice little approach to test. How's your, how your endurance and strength levels are going? But yeah, guys, recovery is so goddamn important. Right. Right. So, uh, recovery shifts into the second thing I would like to talk about that I've learned over time is I literally call it, it takes time. Everything takes time. And I used to fall into like little pitfalls of trying to rush things, trying to rush me. So I used to be obese as I mentioned before. So there's this, oh, there's this thing that's always been on my back of my mind that I have to be extremely lean. It's not, it's not on my back of my mind anymore. I don't care about it anymore. I don't care about being shredded and whatever. But back in the day, oh man, oh man, it used to be so goddamn important for me to be lean and shredded. And I tried to do all kinds of weird ass shortcuts and, you know, magic pills or whatever. I've done no, it. no, 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 no. Tell them about the, 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 the green shakes. You, you got to mention the green shakes. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And, and then the result of the shakes, that, that's also, it, it, it's connected. No, 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 we're not talking about the fucking result of the shakes. Get, get the fuck out of here. Okay. okay. So, uh, I used to get so obsessed about being shredded that I used to do all kinds of weird stuff. So, I used to run all kinds of different diets, try and experiment with different diets. Not based on research, but I would sit down and I would figure out, okay, so... I did the keto diet and I lost a lot of weight. So I'm going to try and do a diet where I remove both fat and both carbs. What can go wrong? I'll be just, it will be just pure protein. I'll have no fat and no carbs. That means I'll get shredded. Well, newsflash, there's no energy and you, you pretty much ruin your body. Like you, you don't go anywhere, but I used to do this. Oh, so regarding the shakes, I'll tell you how my diet looked like for like a solid month and it was horrible so my breakfast would be i would get a blender and i'll put some raw spinach raw kale and raw broccoli and some water blend that up drink it that was my breakfast then i would go out and do some sprints before before i went to work i'll go to work and then i will have my lunch my lunch was one single chicken breast with a bunch of raw broccoli raw because I read somewhere online that you should eat your broccoli raw, and I was like, sure, that makes sense. So I ate raw broccoli. Then, Everything on the internet, guys, is, is true. Absolutely true. And then after that, I would go and I would do a workout, like a strength-based workout. After working out, I would have one protein shake. I would go home, and I would have egg whites with asparagus. That was my diet to the adult. Every single day, Monday to Sunday. And I expected this to get me shredded quick. So that's why I did it in such an extreme way. Because I, I was I was expecting this would get me really shredded really quick. And I could I could cheat time, I could cheat science, I could cheat my body, and I could like get really shredded. Well newsflash, during this entire month I felt like puking at any point of the day. I always felt like I was about to puke. Any given point of the day, day, night, morning, whatever. I felt like shit the entire time. I didn't get any more shredded. 
I didn't lose much weight because probably my body went to a starvation mode and it was just trying to survive because it was just pushing its limits with this bullshit diet. And all I could taste was broccoli and kale and that made me even more sick. Um, and I've done the same thing, not, not regarding diets and whatever, but I've done the same thing with other things. Let's say when I was really into, um, heavily into my calisthenics period, I was trying to learn how to do, let's say, the human flag. And I expected I could do it in a day. So we just go and do it without any progression exercises. I would do it. I would just grab a bar and just grab it, jump up and hope for the best. Just hope for the best. Try and hold it. So this got me injured multiple times. It got me injured. It, it injured my tendons. It injured my shoulders. It injured my core, my back. But I kept going for it. So if I did it with progressions, if I took my time with it, I would probably have done it in maybe half a year. If I did, like, if I if I trained properly, if I recovered properly, if I did the progressions properly, maybe it would, it would have taken me about six months. But it took me a solid year how to, to learn how to do the human flag properly because of my my me trying to rush it. So I've done this with many things. And I learned along the way that... Don't there's there's I know it's a cliche saying, but there's not there's not a magic pill out there. Maybe like okay, maybe steroids are a magic pill if you're depending on whatever you want to achieve. But if you're if you're if you're going natural about it, and if you have like subpar genetics, just give it time. Shit will come. Shit will come to you if if you if you approach things properly and if you give it the time. Whatever you're trying to do. If you if you're smart about it, if you're not rushing it, and if you're not going to some weird extremes, shit will come to you. And that has Definitely. been yeah, that's been a big learning for me, and and now I I appreciate it so much because I'll talk about this next. That's what's one of my next learnings. But I, I've been doing powerlifting for I don't know almost a year now. Like mainly, I've I've always done powerlifting moves like deadlifts and squats and bench. But now I'm fully dedicated to powerlifting. And it makes my training and my progress so much more enjoyable because I know that getting stronger and lifting heavier takes time. And I'm patient about it. I'm not pushing where I'm, when, when I'm not supposed to push something. If, if, I, if I cannot lift a certain amount of weight, I, I lower the weight and I keep, and I keep it gradually up towards my workouts and it's such a it's it's made my life it it it, it's made my life so much more enjoyable because i know that everything takes time and it will come eventually that is that is so true um it really is patience is really the name of the game here um really it's um it's a marathon it's not a sprint um I've always wondered why I've, I've never rushed into things, never had that mentality because um, I was never really obsessed with the numbers. Some guys get obsessed with the numbers and girls um, like you could you could focus on, say, 200 pounds squat, right? You could focus so much on this that you will definitely get injured if you rush into it. Um, I never understood being obsessed with the numbers because if you're not professionally competing, okay, 
if you're not competitive, uh, if you're not competitive, if you're not gonna go somewhere and compete with other people in that category, what are you on about? Why are you rushing it? There's no need. Um, it's good to have goals. It's good to aim for stuff, but really, patience is the name of the game here. Um, and another thing, patience usually it 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 comes with experience, but it doesn't have to be. If you love something, if you love doing it, patience is natural. For example, I'm not into the heavy lift stuff like M is. I do mostly bodyweight exercises, and um, <clears throat> and I've I've tried I've tried a lot of things. I've tried CrossFit. I've tried running. I've tried uh lifting weights but but calisthenics uh stuck with me throughout the years because i find it to be an enjoyable activity for myself and ergo working out is a breeze and i don't have to worry about the numbers and the progressions and the time as much because i know i'll be doing this stuff for a long time because i love doing this stuff so with when you love doing something, patience and dedication, they, they just come natural. So instead of rushing into things because it's the new thing you do in your life, right? Or whatever, or you're just so focused and obsessed on the numbers and you want to hit that bench and you want to hit that squad or you want to hit that pull-up number. Instead of focusing as much on the numbers, focus on your experience on the road to get to those numbers. Even numbers, even numbers, uh, it could be not only lifts or reps. It could be body weight numbers, like if you want to cut down or or, or bulk up. So any yeah. any number related to training. Any number related to training. Uh, that could be yeah, that could be your weight. If you want to drop to a certain weight, if you're not a competitive athlete, and trust me, just because you work out three, four, five times a week, you're not an athlete. I know athletes, and they work out eight hours a day, every single day, their whole life, right? Just because you get off work and you go and work out, that don't make you an athlete. Anyway, uh, so it, patience. You just need patience. You just don't want to rush it, and you just want to be very attuned to your body, listening to your body. So let's say you want to get to... 20 pull-ups and you can only do 15 research it try out the different things see what works for you do your best but don't be obsessed that you need to hit that 20 number mark by the end of july for example or whatever goal you have just focus on the goal give yourself some time and it will happen this is the safest way to go about it there's just no use of rushing into it. There really isn't. That's very true. So something you said about trying different things and sticking to something is kind of resonating with something else that I've learned over the years. And that is don't try to do everything at once because other people are doing it or because of your friends are doing it. And I'll give an example. Um, when I started out, and 
a long time after I started out, I was very easily influenced by my friends and what they were training. So I started out training like a normal bodybuilding split with not no specific goals in mind, but looking good. And then when we met and you were really heavily into calisthenics, then I was like, oh shit, we was doing calisthenics. Like, fuck, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be a calisthenics guy now. And I went out and I, I was just only hitting pull-up, like only hitting pull-up bars and dips and, and like dip stations and I bought a couple of rings and whatever and I was trying to be like the calisthenics guy or whatever. I quite enjoyed it. But then, um, I don't know, I went home for a vacation and then I met up with my friend who's an MMA coach. Shout out to Myro if you're listening. And shout out, man. Shout out to Myro. And Myro was doing this insane conditioning workouts, like these crazy explosive workouts to to become like a, a stronger and a more uh, endurance fighter. So I was like, shit, I, I want to do that now. I want to be, I want to do that now. So I went out, bought a bunch of boxing gloves and started hitting the bag, started doing these conditioning workouts and whatever. Then I went into like trying to do handstands or whatever because I don't know, someone was into handstands. Um, so I used to get very easily influenced by my friends and by what they were doing. And then I would end up doing things that I thought I liked, but I just liked them on a temporary kind of basis. So for me, it was very important to learn that it's completely okay to do your thing and to do things different than your friends or your closest people that are doing. So that's why during all of my time of training, I've always enjoyed the most the feeling of lifting heavy. That's for me, that's the best feeling. I get the most satisfaction out of pulling a heavy lift. Um, so recent, like one year ago, whatever, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna, this is what I like doing. I'll, I'll, it gives me more satisfaction to pull a heavy deadlift than to do 50 pull-ups. Or it gives me a more heavy, heavy satisfaction to pull off a heavy-ass squat than to do a perfect muscle-up on the rings. So for me, it was really important to stick with something that you like and do something you like. It doesn't matter if your friends do it. It doesn't matter if your favorite athlete does it. Do whatever you like. And for me, that gives you a peace of mind because if you like it and that's all it matters like it doesn't matter what you like if you if you want to do like if you want to be a circ du Soleil shit and do like a backflip into a handstand and then do a triple backflip or whatever just do that if you're if you're fine with just going for runs and if running is your thing just do that but for me it it was like important not to try to chase everything that everyone does because like you kind of really distill your training you distill your thinking and you, you don't really know what you're doing anymore you're trying to do everything at once you keep switching you keep changing your mindset i mean i guess uh, i guess like it's it's a good thing to do until you like hit the gold mine hit something that you really enjoy and you're like all right this is my thing now cool but don't get influenced by your friends or your or anyone that you know and don't do stuff because someone else is doing them just do it for yourself and find whatever you like if you if you like doing a certain style of training just go for it fuck it it's, it's your thing man yep yeah i mean what what em is saying is not not to stop trying out things by all means try out stuff but 
eventually you're gonna find your golden zone the thing that you like the thing that's gonna stick and uh just stick with that try out stuff but never do all stuff at once never do uh calisthenics and i'm gonna do crossfit and then i'm gonna do powerlifting and then i'm gonna do marathons and uh then i'm gonna be a navy seal well whatever um <clears throat> just just stick to your guns exactly i think it's really important yeah it's really important to emphasize on the fact don't stop training out new things but do whatever you you like doing i mean if if your style of training is switching your stuff every month go for that but for me it's just really important not to get influenced by other people so you do things they do because you think they'll accept you more you'll fit in more your friends your friends are not gonna dislike you because of your style of training it's it's got nothing to do with friendships like you know it, it's cool like that's, that's actually not true em. well do you think they'll dislike you i know a couple of people i don't like because of the way they train <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's it's true it's a couple of buddies back from um uh, from school so you don't I like don't you don't like them because the way they train yeah oh, what, what kind of training do they do calisthenics but their pull-ups suck man i mean seriously just just going in the gym, seeing them do the stuff th that I do, but worse than me, drives me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, there. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I don't personally have friends that I dislike or buddies that I dislike because I would like if I go to the gym and I see someone like, like okay, I'll give you an example. I went to the gym yesterday and I saw this guy who came into the gym. He was very obviously on gear. He was looking fucking 3D, pumped, solid, lean, big-ass motherfucker. Yeah, veins, the whole veins, thing. Veins, the whole thing. And then he walks up to the Smith machine. He puts a couple of straps and he starts doing uh, deadlifts on the Smith machine with wraps and a belt. And he was pulling like 50 kg, like this big, big motherfucker. So, yeah, like I kind of disrespected him because I was like, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Like, there's like this is it's an insult to your vision to your yeah, look you're wasting space get out you're of here, get out of here. <laughs> but okay maybe if you have nice friends and not dickheads like will they won't disrespect you because of the way you train um <laughs> yeah but, but you're, if you are friends with me you better train properly you better train properly man you better do what thing things that like will like all right <laughs> i got i got one last thing um and we have to wrap this shit up because we're hit almost at the 40 minute mark and nobody likes to listen to a bunch of motherfuckers talk for such a long time. Yeah. Right. So the last thing I think is really important and I got that from you. Here's the plot twist. I got that from you. I learned that from you and that is keeping shit simple. Yeah. The Keep kiss principle. The kiss principle. Keep it simple, stupid. And that I is... like when you use the word shit actually instead of <laughs> stupid. Keep, keep it, it shit shithead. Keep shit simple. Yeah. Keep all right. it. All right. So keep it shit simple. Keep it yeah. sh keep it shit simple. Okay. Mm -hmm. Pretty much just keeping it simple. Keeping. I'm copywriting that one by Co the way. Copyrighted, bro. But I think it's 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 very uh, important to keep everything around working out simple and effective because 
in my beginning days, I did all kinds of weird shit. All kinds of weird shit. I mean, it's weird exercises with that nobody like that I did because like I don't know. I read somewhere that like they can help you out in a certain way. Um, I did them without really knowing why. I tried to keep my workouts like very like structured and like I had to do this and then after that I'd have to do this and this and this and then I have to have my I have to work out for two hours and I have to do twenty minutes of cardio after that because it opens up a caloric window and it gets me leaner. That actually that one is actually true, man. <laughs> that was actually true. <laughs> and then at the same approach i hit on my diet i was like yeah i have to have i have to eat spinach because spinach it's got iron in it and it's got vitamins in it and whatever until like, like remember like a couple of years ago when i started like asking you to give me like a daily workout i would say give me a workout and i'll do it and then i'll yeah i would text, yeah, you, I would, I I would text you every day and i'll say give me i want to do yeah. a, a push workout and you would, you would write down and you would write down something that would be four or five lines you'll be like okay do x amount of push-ups for x amount of time then do x amount of dips for x amount of time then do a ladder of uh straight bar dips then do some incline stuff and then go home so because before that i was like i was just doing this like very complex for no reason workouts that just makes they make no sense right now but to me it used to make sense the more complicated something is the better it's going to work out that was my mindset but when you started giving me those workouts, I just started seeing much more progress in everything. Like my strength went up, my technique went up, my endurance went up, like my gains went up, like I got bigger, I got stronger. And I was like, holy shit, has it really been that simple the entire time that you should just keep your shit simple and effective? And I applied that principle to everything. Like, my diet is extremely simple. My diet, like, the, the, the diet that I eat, I don't even call it a diet. But the food that I eat is very simple. I eat simple shit. I eat meat. I eat pasta. I eat veggies, eggs, yogurt. That's simple shit. There's nothing complicated to it. There's no... I don't eat quinoa or, like, how's how's this thing called? Matcha powder? The, the powder grass shit that you make into a shake? I don't know what's it called. I don't, I don't need, yeah, I don't I, need, yeah, like I don't need goji berries, I don't need chia seeds, I don't need any of that shit. I just keep my shit simple with my food, with my training, and with my recovery. So I think it's really important as early as you can to just realize that you should just keep your stuff simple and effective. Fair. Yeah, that is, that, yeah, totally resonate with that. Um, for because, me okay so because yeah. you you told me this principle so i want to know how you got there ah from my buddy uh shout out to nikolai um so i got a buddy of mine who coaches me and um uh, the workouts that we've been doing usually uh they're about two or three exercises at the most that's the maximum thing and we keep them short workouts. We keep them around the 40-minute, 50-minute mark. Uh, and we keep it intense. I see a lot of people just texting, checking Instagram. Uh, I don't know what the fuck you guys are doing. But when you go and work out, you need to focus on your workout. All right? You can talk to your partner, stuff like that. But don't get, change the music, look at the timer, whatever. But 
don't go texting don't look at facebook stop looking at these all these hoes in them gyms uh focus on your shit so keeping it simple applies to everything i do when it comes to working out so let's say i'm gonna do a pull day i might even go you know what today we're gonna do just pull-ups that's it one exercise i'm gonna set a timer i'm gonna say we're gonna do pull-ups for 40 minutes and we're gonna rest as much as 35 seconds i swear if you pull this off for x amount of reps you're gonna see results in your pull-ups the next month or maybe in the next few weeks um because focusing on one particular thing is always going to make you better in that particular thing i mean it's common sense people then if you're gonna spread out and you're gonna do pull downs and then you're gonna do some pull up and then you're gonna do some t-bar rows and whatnot focus on what you want to do right and then do that make up some variations along the road when it comes to that particular thing but Keep it simple on that thing. Keep it focused on that thing. That's that. That's my advice for everything uh, workout related. Soon as you start spreading out to something like uh, four exercises, five exercises, I'm gonna do it with this grip, then that grip, and then I'm gonna switch to this other grip or whatever. Um, you're just wasting your time. You're better off focusing on one particular goal for that exercise and then maxing out that exercise as much as you can humanly possibly can until you achieve that goal. And you're going to get there faster for all of you folks that want to get these results fast. You're going to get faster than spreading out and doing all these other useless shit. That's it. That's really it. That is it. It is simple as that. That's why we we have to keep it simple. So we hit the forty-five minute mark, and I think it's a. Do you think we we expanded on the topic well enough? Maybe to be honest, maybe we could. I can legit spend another hour or even more talking about working out and stuff like that. But it's gonna be a two-hour podcast. So at least at the beginning to lure people in, I think we keep that shit simple and short and maybe we yeah. come back. Yeah. Let's keep it simple. Cut it now. And then we're going to talk about working out another time. All right. So we're going to wrap up. And once again, a huge thank you to anyone that listens. Listening is more than enough. It's, it's more than we expect. So our expectations are pretty low. We don't even expect people to listen. So listening is already blowing expectations. But huge thank you to anyone that reaches out, sends us a message, gives us feedback, tell us what you want to hear, tell us what you did like, what you didn't like. And if you share on Instagram or share it with your friends, that's even more amazing. That's like blowing the expectations in the fucking stratosphere. So yeah, a huge, huge thanks to everyone that listens. I hope you guys like the content. I hope you took away something useful. If you're working out or if you're thinking about working out, I hope you took something useful away that you can apply. Hope we could be of some use to you. And we'll see you around next time. You want to have a little speech there too, buddy? Are you good? Yeah, uh, yeah, just like you, man. I just want to say thanks to everybody. Um, in this day of age uh, time, 
is probably the most important asset we can all have. And if we took some of your time and you learned something, that that's great. That's just that's awesome. That that's what why we do this. And um, yeah, we really appreciate it. Thanks again for listening, and we will hear you and see you next Tuesday. Sign, see you guys. Signing out. Over and out. Over.